Hey guys, happy Wednesday. Can't believe it's Wednesday. These weeks fly by. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Wednesday gets here so quickly. It's like Monday starts, Tuesday's always insane, and Wednesday I'm recollecting myself, and then it's like, oh my gosh, today's Wednesday. We have Misty Moment. So um, I look forward to this, but it does come so fast. So I hope you guys are having an awesome week. Um, I know Trevor and I have adjusted to the news that we're having a girl. Um, I, of course, I felt like I was carrying a girl the whole time. So, so I absorbed the news really well and Trevor's excited and he had to kind of go through a period of, of, you know, just letting go of those visions that he had of him raising a son. And, um, and I know that that's probably still a little bit challenging for him, but we're both super excited about having a little girl. Um, we have picked names so, hey, Tina, glad to see you. Hi, Clinton, it's been a long time. How are you, Clinton? Um, but yeah, we have, we've, we've picked some, we've picked a name and we're pretty 99% sure that this will be her name if, if she is in fact a girl. And you know, our both ultrasounds show pretty clearly that we're having a girl. So we're looking at naming her Danica Lee. Danica means morning star. And, um, and Lee is my middle name and Trevor wanted her to have my middle name since I kind of felt her this entire pregnancy. Like it just, the day we found out it was a girl and not a boy, I was like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't surprised by it because I really kind of felt I was carrying a girl this whole time. So he thought that was special and wanted her to have my middle name, which I think is awesome. So Danica Lee, we'll call her Danny Lee for short and um, and make it simple for people like my grandma who struggles with names a bit. So I thought that would be a little easier for her and because it's adorable. So anyways, enough about that, but just thought I would give you guys that update. Again, I hope you're having a great week. I hope that um, you guys are moving well and you're feeling good and hopefully it's, it's warming up. If you've been in these areas where you've been hit hard by snow and had kind of a rough winter, Hopefully by now spring is starting to settle in. Um, we go back and forth here in Colorado lately from it feeling like spring to it being very much winter. So today is kind of a, a spring kind of day. I'm waiting till it warms up. It's only 54 degrees right now, but um, it should get up to about 68 I'm, last I saw. So I'm waiting for it to warm up so I can get out and do my morning walk, but thought I would touch base with you guys first. So. Anyhow, hey, hey, Roger. Hi, Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Terry. Hi, Laura. All right. So I've, I've just kind of had you guys on my mind and mainly because, you know, I, I mean, I personally have been struggling um, physically in many, many ways just with this pregnancy and my hips expanding and loose. And I'm just, I find myself not wanting to move so much. And then, you know, like, just in all aspects of life. Like there's so many things that can kind of get us down or, or get in the way um, of us progressing and moving forward. And um, and I thought that that's probably no different than what a lot of you are experiencing. Thank you, Tina, thank you. Hi, Kim. Um, so yeah, hi, Roger. So glad to have you on here live. Yes, absolutely. Good to see you, hope you're having a good day. Um, yeah, so. I, I just got to thinking, like, I think one of the big reasons why we fall kind of into a depression or when we're struggling with motivation, I think that there's a, an underlying cause. And um, if you're like me, chances are you find yourself comparing 
to others, you know, and you kind of get into that comparison trap, if you will. And, um, and comparison in and of itself is, it's a normal human behavior, right? We all do it. Um, we compare ourselves from the time we're really little. I can see it in my little ones already, you know, in just their, how they can compare themselves and their ability to others. I mean, little Isla, my precious little four-year-old, she, you know, she, I, for the first time I've heard come out of her mouth, well, mom, if I do that, then the other kids will laugh at me, you know? And it's like, oh, that's heartbreaking to hear, you know? But she says that because she's afraid that they're going to look at her and judge her by comparison. So, but in reality, what she's doing is she's comparing her inadequacies, the things that she views as inadequate compared to the other ones, um, her peers. And so, yeah, guilty. We're all, we all do that, right? We all, we all end up in comparison and social media is really not helping. It's a lot easier now to, to compare where you're at with so many others. I mean, in life in general, just, I remember, you know, when social media first came on and you just get enthralled and seeing what people are up to and what they're doing and slowly but surely you're like, how can they afford to do that? You know, or, you know, if you're struggling getting pregnant and you're seeing somebody popping out kids and, you know, and you're comparing yourself to them and, and those kinds of things can really land you into that state of depression. Or, you know, if like with what you guys are going through with MS or what I've gone through physically with RA and in Hashimoto's and, you know, when you see people that have the energy and the physical ability to get out and go do things and explore and, you know, and you compare yourself to them and it, it it's kind of can be rough, right? Um, in many ways, comparison can be paralyzing. And, and I know that, that that's the case for me because it, it kind of demotivates you, right? When you see somebody and you think, well, I could never do that. So you just kind of allow yourself to become complacent in it. Um, and it can also cause an, an unnecessary inferiority complex, you know, that somebody somebody is just better than you or makes more money than you or is prettier than you or, you know, all those errs, prettier, prettier, better, smarter, thinner, you know, like all, all the different ways that we can compare ourselves. And the next thing you know, you start feeling inferior to other people, which then further isolates you. And, you know, in, in the situation where I know I, I felt very isolated as a brand new mom, you know, because everybody else had the means to give to their kids or to, you know, to, to get them involved in different things or play dates or go to, go to like the children's museum and this, that, and the other. And we were in a tight spot financially. And so instead of finding other free, I mean, I did, I'd get out and go to parks and stuff like that, but I, I found it was easier to do those things alone because then I would be invited to go do something that I couldn't afford to do and it would make me feel inferior that I couldn't afford to do those things so instead I'd rather just isolate myself and it became a very lonely period and you know and I don't know maybe that's something that you experience just you know in those days where it's like I physically can't you know go and do things very easily or go to restaurants or go into people's homes especially if they don't have a ramp and you know and so next thing you know Rather than engaging others, you kind of fall back into that, not, not complacency, but isolation 
you know, that it's sometimes just easier to be alone and not have to deal with all of that. So it's kind of a tough spot really to be in, in that whole comparison place. And, um, you know, and there's two different ways that we can compare ourselves to others. And especially here in the MS gym, right? We can compare ourselves downwards and we can compare ourselves upwards, you know, and, and a lot of times when we compare downwards, we do it to make ourselves feel better, right? We look at somebody and we're like, oh, you know, like, at least, at least I'm not that bad. Like I, I, that you feel bad for somebody, but you're like, Oh, you know, compared to that, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm doing okay. Or, you know, like you just are like, you, you just kind of look at where you're at versus somebody else. And when they're not doing as well as you, it kind of gives you that like self satisfaction that you're like, okay, I'm all right. I'm doing good. And it temporarily, it'll help relieve some of that, right? It'll help you feel, feel a little bit better about yourself. Um, but unfortunately that's a very temporary solution and it's, it's not going to help improve your motivation. Um, it's not going to help you be more productive and, um, and ultimately it kind of just keeps you stuck in that comparison mentality because the only way to get unstuck really is to take action. And, and as you're constantly telling yourself you're okay and you're not that bad, comparing to other people, then, then it's not prompting you into action because you're like, Oh, I'm okay. You know, I'm not that bad. So I'm doing okay. I don't really need to put any effort into this area of my life. And, um, really that's no way to live, is it? Um, and then, you know, as you're, as you're comparing upwards, I, I am out of breath. You guys are going to have to just bear with me. This baby in here, and I'll show you my belly here in a minute. Um, She's taking up a little bit more room. I feel like I'm expanding quite a bit in this, you know, 22, what am I, 23 weeks? I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I think I'm going on 22 weeks today is 22 weeks. So yeah, um, so yeah, I'm a little out of breath, so bear with me. But as, as we compare upwards, this is a really, really dangerous place, or it can be if you are in that place to where you're not feeling so good about yourself. You know, if you're... If you're not feeling good about yourself or the progress that you're making, and maybe you're in the MS gym or you're in the members only corner or you're seeing all these features, um, featured MS gym members, and and you start to compare yourself to somebody else and you're comparing upwards, you know, like you're you're comparing, oh well, that person's doing amazing, you know, they must have more support than me, right? Or, you know, that that that's great for them. But I could never do that, you know, or they have more time in the day than I have. So of course they're doing better. And, and you start to compare yourself to other people who are doing great, you know, who are, are, are progressing, who are having victories, big or small. And, and, you know, and as you compare yourself upwards, again, it's another dangerous, dangerous place to be because again, it can make you feel small. It can make you feel trapped. It can make you feel frustrated, you know, that you're not where they are. And, um, and you, and oftentimes it, it's just a path to defeat comparing upwards because you're often comparing, you don't know their whole story, right? Like as we compare other people, you know, I, I have a really good friend of mine who, you know, before I got to know her so well, um, I, I saw her, like her, her and her husband, and now they're their little one who's Brielle's age, they're all over the globe all the time. Like they travel this world. And for a while there, I was like, how the heck 
can they afford to do that? Like, how can they take off that much time of work? And isn't that nice? And here I am at home all by myself and Trevor's working 12 and 16 hours a day. And, you know, like, and you start comparing, well, then, you know, you kind of dig in and she has suffered, she had lung cancer and she suffered a, mar a, a miscarriage during that time. And she's had all these hardships. And so instead of me being like, how the heck is she doing that? It turned into a good for her. Like that is awesome that she gets out to see the world. Like I can only imagine like what she's gone through and now she has the inability to have more children and, and the heartache and, and not that I need that to justify being happy for her, but it just helps put things in a whole new perspective that she's had a whole different journey than me. Her life looks completely different than mine. So I should celebrate that rather than be frustrated that, you know, I was isolated at that time and barely living life. And here she is looking like she's living large. And, you know, so, um, so anyways, like we definitely don't want to get stay in this comparison trap, do we? Um, so rather than looking to others to manage your mood, um, I think some very important things, and we'll go into those here in a second on tips for avoiding the comparison is, is really to kind of set your sight on your own goals and your plans. So, um, yeah, thank you. Take your time breathing. <sighs> yes, I need to breathe a little better. Maybe sit up, sit up tall. That might work, you know, give my diaphragm some room to move. Um, anyway, so, so let's dive in here. Um, one last thing I want to say from my notes, you can probably tell I'm looking at notes cause I can't keep a, you know, pregnancy brain. I can't keep my train of thought. Um, but when we feel good about ourselves and our progress, checking on other people's success. So this is, it's healthy to check on other people's success. Um, not necessarily to compare yourself, but to check in on other success. Um, because it can be mo motivating when you're actually feeling good about the progress that you're making. And, um, and so we are going to talk about how can you avoid this comparison trap so that, while you're hearing all these great stories in the MS gym or there's things going on with your, your peers and your friends and your family members that usually will put you into that place of comparison and be frustrating and, and just in ways anger you because, because obviously like you, you, with, with the diagnosis of MS or, you know, any, anything, there's anything in life that can kind of get in the way of all the things you envision for, for your life. And then to see other people going out and still getting to live all of that, it hurts, right? Um, and so what we want to do is we want to get to a place to where we can truly be happy for for the others here in the MS gym or the others in, in our sphere of influence and that we align ourselves closely, closely with. And in order to do that, we have to be happy with the progress that we are making. So let's quickly dive into that. And, and talk about it. So again, here are some tips for you avoiding the comparison trap. And the first one we talk about all the time here in the MS gym. And if you're new, um, then you, you might not have heard me talk about this unless you've gone back through some of the other misty moments, but we want, we really focus on your vision. You know, your vision is, is like the finish line and right. We, I hate to say finish line cause they're, Unfortunately, it's like you, you get to the finish line and you're done, right? You've done everything you need to do and now you can just coast on through life um, because this is, this is something you're gonna constantly, always, you're always gonna be working on yourself and improving upon. But really your vision, if you can really grab hold of the thing that's in your heart, like what is it that's been on your heart? 
your whole life that even with an MS diagnosis or like me, rheumatoid arthritis, or, you know, if you've, you've had an injury of some sort that no matter what, you just can't shake it. It's something that you just have envisioned yourself living out in your life. Um, and being or doing and and you just grab hold of whatever that vision is and in many cases it has to do with others around you and the impact that you are going to make whether it's on your family um, your community your church you know your something something that you have a vision of yourself doing maybe it's writing a book I know I know like Kim you know who's an amazing writer you know it's her writing books or Tara Richardson she's the most beautiful painter um, artist that I've ever seen the way she can paint portraits of people it it's like in high def it's like looking at a picture in high def that just shows color so beautifully you know like what is it what is it that's on your heart what are you passionate about and what is your vision for your future and what you're going to do with that in your future so if you can get clear on your own personal vision um, and your own goals, that is a huge step towards avoiding this comparison trap or getting out of the comparison trap. And so really exploring that. And if you're struggling, um, you can kind of adopt our vision for where we're heading. Because one thing I wanted to tell you guys about, um, you know, just, just with the MS Gym and your role here, like the MS Gym is not about Trevor and Misty. It's absolutely about each one of you and this vision encompasses all of you and you're a part of that. You're a part of us not only reaching a million plus people, but impacting a million people. So by you putting your efforts into improving your circumstances and putting one foot in front of the other every single day, whether you feel like it or not, um, you are like walking, let's just say disciples, right? You are walking testimonies for what can happen. And as you live that out every day, people are taking notice. And you are not only changing the people in your close sphere of people you associate with, your friends and your family and your grandkids and people that are watching you make this progress, but oh, the people's lives you're going to impact over the coming years um, with the MS Gym because you made that decision to commit. So if you don't have your own personal vision for where you're headed, then let that just rest in your heart that you could have a great purpose just in being a part of this community and the lives that you're going to touch by being a part of this community. So again, thank, thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for being a part of this because it's huge. It's bigger than all of us. And, and it's just exciting. Um, the second thing, the second tip that I have for you is to know your why. And, um, and a vision is really, really important. Having that purpose, those goals, those things that you're setting out to do, it's, it's very important, but it's also, it can be a big undertaking if that's all you're thinking about all the time, you know, because there's some people who are like, I want to, I want to run a marathon and, and right there now they're using a walker and you know, they, they're, they're just struggling and, but they see that they see in their future that they do, they want to cross the finish line on that marathon and it can seem overwhelming, right? But if you can dig into your why, like, why does that matter? Um, and you can, you know, why does it matter that you reach your goal? And what will be different? How will your life be different? You know, and so you, this is where you break down that vision that you have for yourself into, okay, how are my relationships? How will I relate to people? 
differently? You know, how will my relationships change? And I know watching Claire, um, Claire Wilson's progress through all of this, and she keeps sending updates, and for the first time, she's able to walk across the street, because she, she's been in a power chair for the last 10 years, and she was able to walk across the street, up into the front door of her neighbors, and have coffee with her, and then her neighbor took her downstairs to her art, um, like, area that she'd never been able to see. She'd heard about, but never been able to see. Well, now she's able to go down there and see where all this magic happens and how powerful that was to be able to relate with a neighbor she's lived next to for 20 plus years, you know? So, so how, how will you relate to others? How will your relationships change? How will your activities be different? So yes, how great is it that you may have this vision, right? This outlying vision, this thing that's in this future, this goal that you're reaching for, but why, why does that matter, you know? And maybe maybe it's your children. Maybe your children are your why or your grandchildren are your why, you know? And you, you just envision the relationship you wanna have with them as they grow up. And, you know, so, so really dig into that. How are you gonna feel about yourself? Are you gonna feel proud, you know, because of what you've accomplished? And, you know, so if you can, Really dig into your why, break that apart a little bit, journal a little about it. That's really going to help you kind of avoid or get out of this comparison trap. And then number three, this one is really, really important. And this is to aim for your personal best. Because we are always trying to compare ourselves to other people's progress. But if you compare with yourself, then you can start to see the victories that you're having. You know, so if you, if you can really dive into like your wins, your personal wins, your personal victories, you know, like I remember early on when people would get so excited in their comments on the live feeds here, here that Trevor does daily and they'd be like, oh my gosh, today, first time ever I was able to wiggle my toes. Oh my gosh, you guys, that's huge. That is huge. And it should be celebrated and it should be documented you should keep a journal of these things. Like if, you know, you can lift your arm in a way that you've been unable to do because it's your, it's your challenging arm, document that. Document that improvement. Date it. Explain how you felt when you did it. Like, because you're going to go through, through times to where you're struggling, right? You're going to have a hard day or you're going to have a hard week or you're going to have, you know, a relapse or get sick or, or have to divert your attention towards a family member who needs you. And you're going to get into those rough spots. And how great is it to go through like a victory journal and be like, oh, yeah, that's right. I had only been doing the MS Gym for like two weeks when this one happened. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh, I did this. And, and you can go back and you can regularly review the, the victories that you've had, big and small. And that will help empower you and help you to stop comparing yourself to others because you can now compare yourself to yourself, you know, and help you through those rough times. And, um, and also the physical and emotional victories, you know, as, as you are progressing and, and getting wins emotionally too, I think that's a big deal because we all deal with those emotional highs and lows. And as you start to take action on your health, like you're doing here in the MS gym, then you start to notice like your emotions follow suit, you know? And so keeping track of, wow, today I giggled for the first time in years, you know, how many people laugh, like find themselves laughing and hadn't laughed for a really long time. So those are good things to journal as well. 
And the last thing, um, the last tip that I have for you, so the first one was to focus on your vision. The second one was to know your why. The third one is to aim for your personal best. And this last one is, um, is actually a quote from a New York Times best-selling author named John Acuff. And it's, don't compare your beginning with someone else's middle. How often do each of us do that? right? Maybe you're new in the MS gym and you see somebody's victory story posted up and it's overwhelming to you because you just started and, you know, and so you're comparing where you're at and in some ways feeling defeated because you see somebody else's middle and, you know, and again, we forget that journey that it took for them to get there. So don't compare your beginning with someone else's middle. Stay focused on comparing yourself to yourself and getting excited about the victories that you're having. And, and as you start to do this, I go back to the, the line where when we feel good about ourselves and our progress, checking in on other people's successes is actually motivating, you know, and it's empowering and it's inspiring and it's encouraging, you know, it's all those good things that you want it to be. So it, it becomes less about comparing and more so about just celebrating the victories right along others because, you know, you may not be walking yet, but the fact that so-and-so is, and they started out exactly where you were a year ago, like that, that then starts to bring you hope rather than to make you feel defeated right off the bat because it becomes less about an impossibility versus a, I am possible, like Trevor said on Monday, you know, and, and it allows you to look at yourself in a way, in a light that says, I am possible. I can do this. I am important. I matter. I have a vision for my life. I have a purpose here in the MS gym. Like I am moving places and I've got a team of people that I'm, I'm surrounding myself with and we're all moving together. That's what's so great is we are united moving together with one purpose and one vision, you know, and that's to set a million people free here in that you get to be a part of it, both physically for yourself and being set free, but you also get to be a part of this vision in, in going out and being the example and leading other people to the water so that they can drink and they can be well. So we all have this great vision, this great purpose for where we're headed, but as long as we can stay focused on avoiding that comparison trap and following these four tips, I think we're all gonna do some incredible things together. And when we have those hard times, we're gonna be here to, to lift each other up and love each other through it. So, oh, I'm sorry to see that, Donna. Hopefully, hopefully when you catch it up, um, in the recording, it'll, it'll fix for you. But so that is it, you guys, that is really all I have for you. Um, one question I do for have for you is maybe you've thought through this. Maybe you kind of already have this understanding for yourself. And I want to know from you, what do you do to avoid comparison in the MS gym or in life in general? So how do you avoid that comparison and some tips that you may have? Because I think that can certainly help me and I know it'll help you know all of us to be able to read through some of those. So if you have some extra tips or things that you do, please feel free to share. And before I go, I wanna show you my baby belly. I'll take off my coat. Like I said, I'm waiting for it to warm up so I can go exercise outside. I don't like being cooped up in the house. All right. Okay, I don't know if you guys can see me very well because I know it's blue, but it's a little better than the black I was wearing a couple weeks ago. So this is the belly. It's starting to pop out a little more. I can feel it's growing. But little girls, 22 weeks, Danica Lee is in there. And 
I can feel her moving all the time. She's a very active little thing, much like her sister Brielle, my second, who I could tell was going to be a gymnast from um, the moment I could feel her because she was bouncing all over the place. And um, this one is no different. So I, I'm excited and a little nervous about what to expect with number three, but we're excited. So I hope you guys have an awesome day. I am going to eat some lunch and hopefully... Let's see, what's the temperature outside? Still 54 degrees. So hopefully by the time I'm done with lunch, it's warmed up a little so I can get out and maybe go walk around the lake or something. But get out if it's nice in your area. Enjoy the day. Have a blessed day. And oh, thank you, Kim. Thank you. Oh, hi, Diane. Or V, what? Your name, Diane V. Capaldi. Hi, V. Hi, Sheila. Thank you, guys. Um, enjoy your day. I hope this helps today. Keep sharing those, those tips on how you guys avoid that comparison trap, both in the MS gym and in your personal life and circumstances. And, and let's lift up each other up. We'll talk to you soon. Love you guys. Bye.